today on City Cash Chicago. In case you couldn't tell from the heat, summertime shot is officially here. And that means along with the tourists descending on the loop, you're also hearing the sounds of street performers downtown. And the artists on these corners have an on-the-ground view of the city center during its busiest season. So I asked one of those performers, my friend Andrew David, to take me into this world. It's Tuesday, June 28th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. It is hot out here in Chicago today. About 95 degrees at O'Hare, I believe, when I last checked. And uh, you can feel it. I'm at Michigan and Ontario, facing north. I can maybe hear something, some music coming up ahead. Standing right outside the coach across the street from Cartier, AT&T, Burberry. And there are people coming from all directions. Uh, I'm out here with Andrew David, a street performer, legendary. You can catch him multiple spots downtown. You can catch him in the subway. And, and he's one of my favorite voices in the city. And, and so I'm glad that he has some time and let us come interrupt him during his, his work day. How you feeling today, Andrew? I'm feeling good. Thank you for having me. I'm honored. <laughs> no, for sure. Um, so can you kind of describe, one, why'd you pick this particular location? Why are we out on um, Michigan and Ontario today? Well, you know, I found as a street performer that the spots often pick me. I always found pre-pandemic that I liked having people out and about, but too many people was too much going on. Um, and so, like, you know, you have times like the 4th of July or huge events that bring uh, mass amounts of people to the downtown area. There was too many people to pierce through that environment in a way that was, you know, e effective to any degree. And so even back in the subway, I would not... I would go home before rush hour. That, that That's really, I, that's interesting too, because I would think you'd be like, when it's the most <laughs> amount of people, that's when we'd be out there. And it's more, when it's more manageable for you. Yeah. And you feel like you can penetrate the, you know, the audience that's kind of moving up and down the yeah. street. Despite all of these amazing people out here on the street, we are still navigating a pandemic. But let's be honest, it looks nothing like it did two years ago when downtown was dead. Can you tell me how did the pandemic impact your life as a street performer who really needs the people to be out here. That month of uh, February into March was one of the, it still gives me the chills, like craziest experiences because I wasn't really sure where I, where I fit in. And then at that time as a street performer, I've been doing it uh, for a few years. And you know what? To be honest, I'd kind of gotten in a habit of, you know, picking the same spots. And so when those spots became ghost towns, I really had to take a, a sit down moment and say, okay, well, what do I do? And I, I, 
I felt like I heard just keep singing. And so for me to just keep singing, I found myself not downtown, but as a street performer in the surrounding neighborhoods, the South Loop, the West Loop, the Gold Coast, Streeterville, all of these surrounding areas adjacent to downtown that, you know, when you come out as a street performer, you think, oh, Magnificent Mile, Michigan Avenue, State Street, retail, all of these high traffic areas. And when I tell you the month of March, April, all through the summer, the relationship and the experiences that I had in neighborhoods that had there not been a pandemic, I might never have stepped foot in was mm -hmm. incredible. Out of the five years that I've been performing, those were some of the best experiences I had as a street performer. What, did you feel that people just were happy to see something happening on their block so they'd come out on their porches? How did people take in those performances? They were soaking it in. And I was, I was shocked every time. I was like, yeah. And they were coming out on their balconies, cheering from, because some, some areas are set up almost as like, you know, skyscrapers facing one another. And it was like I had hundreds of people in, in certain neighborhoods. And I think it was a surprise and to, to my excitement also a delight. I remember when I first started coming back downtown, maybe at the end of last year or middle of last year, you were outside of uh, four, the Wrigley Building, 400 North Michigan. And just... I had this moment when I lit up because it was like, that was a sign for me that we were kind of able to go outside. It's not just that the foot traffic was back, the Bucky Boys was back. I could come around the corner and hear your voice. It felt like the downtown ecosystem was coming back. Have you started to see that as well, just noticing more people in the streets, more people stopping? Yes, I am seeing a, a lot more receptivity um, from people. And I always know because for the longest, although I would see more people, I wouldn't see an audience that's still there at the end of a song <laughs> and so to see that again that's one of the like the, the the signs that you know things are moving back in a direction where everyone is able to enjoy outside and and the city again do you get a sense of the balance of like tourists to Chicagoans because when people think about downtown magnificent mile they feel like it's a touristy spot do you get a sense that it's leaning one way or, or is there a healthy balance to be honest, I feel like it's quite the 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 balanced ecosystem, and maybe um, as things move up to a more open environment as far as travel and tourism is concerned, that there's a little bit more tourists, especially downtown and the Mag on Michigan Avenue and, and perhaps State Street. But yeah, I feel like it's I, I can remember back um, before the pandemic. Uh, oftentimes on the weekends, I w I would get home and I would find a euro and uh, after everything shut down even when it reopened i would find u.s dollars and change <laughs> but hadn't seen a lot of foreign currency you know and i've started to see gosh i got a euro last week so i saw someone's coming from europe <laughs> <laughs> i like that Everybody's though he's coming back to the city you know that, that's your that's a nice unique like metric for <laughs> tourism increases they got all these hotel like are, are getting booked up yes people are going to the tourist attractions you're like mm, i'm starting to see euros in my box that exactly. means they're back and when i go to coinstar some of them fall through to the end because it's <laughs> not not changed from the u.s so it's a nice. good sign
Are you self-conscious about your smile? Do you only allow yourself a closed mouth grin? Well, with Aligner Experts, there's no reason for you to diminish your smile. As orthodontists, they have the privilege of witnessing the remarkable transformation of patient smiles, which often translates into a profound boost in their confidence. Yet, there always seems to be a deterrent. I ain't got the time, I don't have the funds. Luckily, Aligner Experts is redefining convenient and accessible clear aligner solutions. With customizable treatments, transparent pricing, and their cutting edge 3D scanners and dental monitoring technology, you can transform your smile through the convenience of your own schedule. Stop in at their West Loop or Lakeview Clinic today for your complimentary smile assessment. Aligner Experts your destination for advanced clear aligner solutions. P.S. They got another clinic on the way, so stay tuned for their Old Town location. I've been pretty tapped in for a couple of years now, but how long have you been performing in Chicago? Oh my gosh. So I started in the subway back around 2014. Prior to that, I had come up, you know, for karaoke. Um, but I guess, yeah, it's been about around eight years that I've been singing in and out of Chicago. So Yeah. Why street performance? Why start in the subway? I grew up singing before I had entered school, throughout school. As I progressed, you know, I always continued to look for opportunities to sing. And so that started with karaoke. That transitioned into community choirs and contests of the like. Someone had recommended, you know, oh, and up in Chicago, being that I'm an hour south from the suburbs, up in Chicago, they have subway performers. With your voice, you would do great up in there. And I was like, okay, well, let me figure out how to do this. And it is nerve-wracking, like learning, trying to figure out how to get down to what station and who's performing and what to sing. Um, but I love it down there. Do you remember the first song you sang? I think it was Desperado. <laughs> do you have to ask anybody permission like the city is there any office that you have to go to to say i would like to be an official street performer or can you just like come out here and do your thing there is a process and procedure to both subway and street performing okay. um that performers are expected to apply and then adhere to uh whether or not that's enforced or, or you know, taken to a, a serious degree or not, uh, I'll leave that be. But um, <laughs> when you first started, did you know that, or did you just come out and start doing your thing? So I and who did. You to the, oh, okay. No, I did, and I got all my licenses and permits for um, the subway, and then license for the street. Um, and you know, I'm not going to make any recommendations to you know performers out there, but. No matter where you're performing, licenses and permits aside, just be to be able to continue to think creatively and be the artist that that you are every time. That's just really what the focus, I think, needs to yeah. be. Uh, is there like a a world of like street performers that we don't know about where you like battling for the perfect corner or like, hey, this is where we usually set up and you got to like maybe navigate those relationships as well? No. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. Just like open game or what? Well, from my experience, it is a community and it's not a very dense community, which is still sort of surprising to me. Um, but yeah, there's no there's no uh, bad blood or fighting amongst amongst anyone that I've, uh, you know, work with or work alongside. Mm -hmm. And are you are you performing every day? Like how often are you out here? 
It depends. Um, as of late, it's been about five or six days a week and not just street performing, but also you know, I'll have weddings, I'll have events, festivals. So it sounds like it sounds like you're basically working full time singing uh, in various <laughs> capacities. I'm curious, like what percentage, like what size of the pie street performing takes up compared to some of these other endeavors. I've, I always find myself making more than enough to support myself and others if need be um, from street performing, which is probably why, like, as you said, I'm, I'm kind of full-time singing, not just in street performing, but in general. Um, and yeah, street performing has definitely been a big part of what has allowed me to continue pursuing and, and enjoying sharing the passion that I have and love for music over the last several years, rather than um, finding some other uh, form of em employment over time. And yeah, so I've, I've sang at people's weddings. My I a couple friends to this day, like it was one of the first weddings that I officially booked. And it was uh, after they had met me singing in front of Macy's on State Street. Mm -hmm. How do you decide what you're going to sing on a given day? You got to like set playlists or do you just come out and you kind of take a take a feel for the land? I want to make sure that what I'm singing matches what's going on around me. I really feel like the more positive music I sing, the the brighter and happier that environment gets. Excuse me, do you have a quick moment? We're down with our friend Andrew. Is that him, Andrew Davis? Yes, Andrew to the mic. His voice is beautiful. Isn't he amazing? I thought it was Sam Smith from down the street. I was just like, no, Sam Smith is not on the corner out here on Michigan Avenue right now. No one's paying attention. He's so talented. What's your advice for just the average person, the tourist or Chicagoan who's walking around downtown? How should they interact with street performers? I do feel like there's sometimes a, a subliminal pressure, like I can't stay in or let him know that I'm watching or what if I don't want to have any money or like, he, all, like there are all of these. Like, can I take a picture without paying? Right, right. There are all of these just things that people are going through people's minds. And I find myself doing that when I walk by other street performers. So I, I get it. But I feel people should be able to enjoy. Hey. Enjoy, enjoy the music. It's free. So if somebody wants to just get like a quick video for the gram, you don't feel like it's a, you have to pay to just, just get your, like take the picture. It's all good and do your thing. Right. Just don't right. be rude. You know, be nice and someone's keep it video could be the next viral video. Who mm. am I and who would I have been to charge? You know, say no, not unless you have five dollars mm -hmm. or twenty if you want to stand here for the full song. Like op opportunities uh, come in, in the strangest sort of ways. And yeah. so if I could do everything for free, which I try to make a point of doing, I would. You know, I've seen you sing at people's weddings. You were on America's Got Talent at one point. Is street performing a step to another, you know, career path? Or is this this really one of your true loves and you're just glad you keep to, get to keep doing it? Well, you know, it's a little bit of both. No matter where music and singing and performing in life takes me to whatever degree and whatever heights, my hope is that there will always be a place and a space to come back and do this because it's a part of me now at this point and I don't plan to ever let that go. I close my eyes and I can see a world that's waiting up for me. 
that I call my own. And through the dark, through the dark. If you like what you heard and want to support Andrew, you can find him on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Cash App, and Venmo at Andrew to the Mic. That's Andrew T O T H E M I C. You can also catch Andrew live at the Impact House on Wednesday, June 29th at 530. I'll drop a registration link for you in the show notes. And every night lie in bed, the brightest colors fill my head. A million dreams keeping me awake. Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. It's finally primary day. You can look up your polling place at the Chicago Board of Elections website. I'll drop it for you in the show notes. Now, if you don't feel like staying up for the results tonight, I got you. We'll be in your feed bright and early tomorrow morning with election results. Have some good news to get you through. While Pride Month ends this week, celebrations continue into the weekend with Pride Southside. There'll be community forums, balls, and multiple parties outside the DuSable Black History Museum and Education Center. Check the link in the show notes for registration info. As always, I appreciate you for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace. In case you missed that, that was somebody driving by who heard Andrew singing who called from the car for Andrew's number, presumably. I love how he negotiated. Like, am I just going to say it on the mic? And he did. Maybe you're the only person paying attention. So nobody else is going to grab it.